Hey everyone, it's Jerry at The Fledge. Welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. Today we have with us our good friend, Miss Talia Wells. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I am doing great. I love the background. I love the colors. It's popping. Uh, yeah, it's really popping. Are these tulips or something? Oh, this is, these are mushrooms on this oh. tapestry. It glows in the dark. It's really cool. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how you, you, what you been up to today? It's, it's um, a sort of a nice day. Yeah, it's really nice out. Today is my day off from work. So I got dressed up, I did my makeup, and I feel good. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, thanks for spending a little bit of uh, your day off with us. I really yeah. appreciate that. That's special. Um, so why don't you tell us about you, you know, whatever you want to talk about, and tell us something about the project or projects you're working on. Um, right now, um, I've been working on music with my roommates, with Ezra and Bilal. Um, other than that, we've been definitely getting into the Black Lives Matter movement and trying to donate where we can and use our platforms a lot um, and work. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, those are kind of the list of your projects. I'd like to dig into them, but what about you? Tell us something about you. Are you from Lansing? Are you from somewhere yeah. else? Um, I am originally from Florida, a town called Crestview. I grew up there and I just moved here like, I think like about two years ago and I've loved it. The people here are a lot different than in Florida. It's a lot more diverse and it's a lot of eccentric people. Um, it's a great community. I really love it here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've started to get to know you maybe in the last, uh, I don't know, six or seven months. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I'd seen you around and everything, but we talked a lot out on the porch and we're really lucky to have someone like you in our community um, because uh, our diversity comes from all of us, right? And you coming up from Florida, I think is uh, really special. So I'm happy to be talking to you yeah, um, for you. sure. Uh, let's see where to start. Let's talk about music for a second. Um, are you you said you're helping them out with their project you don't have a project where you're taking the lead or you do no, not yet only because i struggle a lot with songwriting um mm. it seems to come very easy to everyone else and it's something that i struggle with but um i like to think i have a nice voice so right now i'm just having them ghost write for me but i would love to eventually like have my own album someday <laughs> that would yeah. be really cool that was going to be my next question yeah. is do you do you aspire for to that um do you see uh like what's your message you think with your music um I, or what might it be i like to just i like to think that also that um what i'm going through a lot of other people are going through too and i like to um give that to people when they listen to my music, like to have them realize that like, you're not the only one who feels this way too. And I think that's what music is. It is a form of therapy, not only for the artist, but for the listeners too. 
And it is really important to do that. Um, and that's kind of what I want to show through my music too, whenever I write. I like that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, I think of you, um, you know, part, I see the projects that you're working on with the music, but really you and I, most of our talks have been about your activism. I, I look at you as an activist, um, as probably the primary thing I see. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that defines you, but that's what I see. What you want to tell, talk us about that a bit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I mean, at first it was definitely about um, going out with your community and showing the, the world and the government like what we want changed. And nowadays everything's been really busy and everyone's trying to social distance more so that we can get through this pandemic. So I think now it's more of talking to each other about what's going on, talking to your coworkers and your friends and even customers about what's happening and give them a piece of like what you're going through and telling them that like, well, this is my experience. How is yours and how can we work together to change that just in our little actions that we do every day and how we treat people. Um, it's very important to treat everybody equally. And that is the biggest thing that we can do to make that change happen in our communities. Um, even like at work, whenever you just meet like a new customer, even for that five seconds that you know them, you have to show them that like there is compassion within everybody, not only within me, the, the barista, but also within you. And I can brighten your day just with a few words, just with a, hey, how are you? I hope your day goes really well. Here's your coffee. I'll see you later. Um, and especially when I wear my face and my skin, my skin color, um, I try to show people that like, we're, we're not angry, we're not ugly, we're not violent, we're all beautiful people. And through my words and my actions, I use that as a weapon, if that makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that, like so many things that are wrong with the system, the systemic racism that I think you're, you're really fighting against that even, I mean, a lot of people that were around are trying, are fighting against, um, with how, how do you stay strong in this? How do you stay calm in this? Because a lot of burden is being put on you yeah. to fix this, to fix this white man's problem. Right you know, how do you keep going? Um, I would say through my friends, I definitely, we cannot do this alone. I definitely could not do this by myself. The fact that like I have all my friends with me whenever I go outside and if I ever come to an issue, if I were to have an issue, I know that they would always have my back. And that's important. And I, I do that for them too. So definitely like through my connections and through my community again it's always about community yeah yeah how how do you do you feel safe um that is a big question i yes and no <laughs> i i don't feel safe just because this is what i have to live in but also i feel as safe as i can 
being around people who I know will protect me, but they can't do everything. They can't make sure that I never get arrested or police brutality never happens to me. But if it does, I know that they'll do everything they can to make sure that I am the most okay I can be. Yeah. So you, uh, there, there's a subject, you know, I'm just dying to get to, and that is your mother and where she's from. Yeah. I can love you? my mom. <laughs> I adore my mother. Actually, right now she's um, battling breast cancer. I don't know if I told you, but, um, and it's amazing to see her go through it because she's so, so strong and so sure that she's going to over overcome it. And I think that comes a lot from our roots and from our bloodline, just from our history in Haiti, how much that our ancestors fought for us to be here today and have our freedom. Um, that is just who we are, me and my mom. And it, it is a beautiful thing where we come from. And that is just, that comes down to me too, that like knowing her and seeing her and how strong she is, that definitely gives me confidence in what I do every day, every damn day. <laughs> um, but yeah, the history is beautiful with um, the, the, the battle that they went through with um, the slave owners. Um, and that's within my bloodline. It's running through my blood, that rebellion. And I would never let anybody hold me back. Can I, uh, I wanna ask you something because as a lot of us are learning these days, American history doesn't always tell uh, some of the important stories and they don't tell them accurately yeah. all the time either. Can you please tell the story of Haiti? Because I bet a lot of people don't know what you yeah. and I know. Um, I don't know the exact years. I know it was in the 1800s, but um, the... Um, the French, the French actually came to Haiti and enslaved us, or they took us from Africa and brought us to Haiti. Um, and a lot of us were angry with that. And unlike um, the people in America, we felt like we could come together and fight against it. And um, so we, that day, um, we basically were like, screw you, you can't keep us back anymore and I believe it was over the course of I think it was like four years it was a, a fight and finally 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 we won and they left and they left us alone and we were able to prosper for a little bit we built up our communities and we built up our buildings and our homes and then um, France actually recently came back and told us that we had to pay them reparations for running away and we had to pay them um like 10 billion dollars and so now looking at haiti today you see that they're i mean with all the um the hurricanes and the tsunamis on top of all of that it is a very very low income country and we do struggle a lot with um education and our police forces actually um not doing so great either there's um, a lot of poverty going through a lot of children a lot of orphans and my family actually ended up leaving the country my my grandpa did he took um, my, my parents or my mom and her brother 
over here and we started a new life here. But um, we left um, a everything behind over there and it really is really hard to think about that because it makes me wonder like how different my life would be if I, if we had were able to stay there and live a nice life if France didn't make us pay $10 billion. It's, that's yeah. incredible. It's unbelievable that <laughs> um i'm actually i'm posting a uh, wikipedia link to the a summary of the revolt um in the comments here um for people to look at yeah uh that's when you and i talked on the porch um at the fledge i don't know several months ago and you told me about the the reparations that yeah. had to be paid to the french because yeah. they lost property Right. That blew my mind. Yeah. I, and I don't know why things keep blowing my mind, but. <laughs> it's just crazy that someone would do that to someone else. It doesn't even make any sense at all. And it definitely took a toll on Haiti for sure. Well, to, to force that poverty upon, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't understand it. Um, so the, the other thing is, I think it was the first and maybe the only successful, uh, slave revolt or, or liberation. Yeah, it was definitely um, the first for sure. Yeah. So that's your blood. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and I do want to, uh, just give a, a quick, uh, mention to your mom. So we keep thinking about her yeah. and give us some, give her some of our strength. Um, yeah, you didn't tell me that yeah. and, uh, yeah, I'll be, we'll be thinking about her. Thank you. So for sure. Uh, so you also mentioned this is what is in your blood every day, every damn yeah. day. What do you do every damn day to get out there and fight and to be an activist? Um, every damn day. <laughs> I think every day, the first thing I do when I wake up is I think about how I feel, <laughs> just me and myself in my room. And I think that definitely takes the course for that day um, and how I treat people that, that day and every single day. Um, it's definitely about how I treat people too. Um, I think um, very recently I decided to just start treating people with kindness. It's very hard working at Starbucks of all places to be nice to everybody whenever they order their crazy drinks. But um, it is very important because I believe that, um, that we are all one person, um, that we all go through different things, but we all have the capacity for empathy. And every day I try to show that empathy. And that is something I think that everyone should do. It's very important. Yeah, I think it's it's important to be the change you want, right, yeah. that you want to see. Um, I've always, you said that's recent, yeah. but I've always seen you be kind to everybody, including me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it must have been there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I try to be more conscious of it <laughs> and more active on that. Compassion. You know, 
I really admire what you said you do every damn day because I, I pop out of bed and I'm gone. I'm going, yeah. to, I'm making the coffee. I'm getting in my routine. I'm going to check my email. I'm going to check Facebook and some other social media things. And then I'm going to just be gone. I'm just going to keep going until, I don't know, uh, after, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Until it's time for bed again. And, and time just seems to slip, you know, yeah. and you just start the day the opposite. Yeah. Sounds you better. Take, you have to take time for yourself. Think about what you want to wear that day. <laughs> that, that changes a lot in your day. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I, now I just have t-shirts and jeans on all the time, but I used to have some cool shirts and think about what I was going to try to say with yeah. my clothing. Yeah, that's but, important because no one else is going to do that for you. Someone has to do it. I have no style. I have no <laughs> mindfulness. I like the black shirt. It matches your hair. It's uh, uh, speaking at the oh, toilet. Yeah. Yeah. It matches my hair. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, so yesterday, Sharon Ketchum from the Unity Spiritual Center was on uh, the show. And she had a question for you. And her question for you was, uh, I'm going to have to explain this, but what puts uh, juice in your camera? And this is a story that I don't know the history of the story, but some kid walking around with a camera, taking photos all over the neighborhood. And finally a lady comes out and asks him if he's thirsty and he opens up his camera and takes a drink and says, no, I have juice in my camera. It was a fake camera. I don't know what that preface of that has to <laughs> do, it. but you get it. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I'm not doing a good job representing the story, fable, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but her question is, what puts juice in your camera? Hmm. Um, I would say right now in this moment, um, like what, like basically like what motivates you? Um, I think... I think being black motivates me a lot um, because growing up black, I, I think about my younger self a lot and I think about how she was very confused about being black, especially growing up around a lot of people who didn't look like me. It was really hard. And now that I have this new brain and this new perspective on life, um, I feel like that motivates me a lot more um, to be more comfortable with myself and in what I do every day. Just thinking about her and how she would want to live and feel and think and breathe. And I, I do it for her. Yeah, I do it for her. <laughs> and I do it for all the young Black women, too, because I know that they look up to me. Like, um, whenever... I'm at work and I see a, a younger black girl. I really try and put my effort a lot into them. And I tell them about how much I love their hair and how pretty they are. Um, because I, I would want someone to say that to me too when I was younger. So I would say the juice in my camera is 
my younger black self. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That uh, it, you guys make me so passionate and happy and hopeful that we're going in the right direction as, you know, we've got all this horrible stuff. Yeah. But this is, I mean, everything that's happened to us this year and all of you young kids stepping up and saying, we're going to change it. We're going to, we're going to tip this, uh, tip this over right now. We're going to break the system and rebuild it in a more compassionate and kind way. Yeah. You, you give me energy. You give, you make me want to keep going and yeah. not just want to lay down and give up or fly away and yeah. escape. So, um, Tomorrow, I've got um, a lawyer, uh, Reed uh, Felsing, on the uh, show. What question would you like to ask him? Um, I would, I want to ask him what motivates him to fight for all these people, all these stories. What motivates him to fight for that? Yeah, that question probably looks awkward to the audience that doesn't know Reed, and you can get to know him tomorrow. Um, he's not your typical lawyer. He's got a lot of kindness and compassion, and sorry to all the other lawyers that I <laughs> said aren't kind and compassionate. Um, let me back out of this a little bit. He just does things in a different way, and we really love him, and we really appreciate him, and uh, so we don't think he's in it just to get rich. Yeah. So, yeah. but I'm going to ask you that question. What, um, why are you doing this? Why are you in it? And I think he answered it a little bit, Yeah. but that can't be all the, I mean, it yeah. could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing it's for it. the money. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it for, for everyone. I'm doing it for everybody. Um, because I know there's everyone else is doing it for me too. So we have to do I, it for each other. I hope you know that at least from me and mines or whatever, yeah. you know, my family, my friends. Um, when I see when I see you, when I see this uh, you know strong uh young black woman, and I think wow, what an amazing uh, person and all of that. And how does she get so strong? I also know that it's not always there, right? Sometimes right. you're just melting away. Yeah, Sometimes right. you're vulnerable and scared and all of that. Yeah. Um, I just want you to know we got your back. You're right. We're not yeah. going to let anybody hurt you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> if you even need us, but... Um, <laughs> I know you're strong and I know that you're carrying a lot of weight on your back these days. Um, and I really appreciate it. And I hope I'm out there fighting enough for you. Yeah, you so. are, you do a lot for us, for the black community. You do a lot and I'm so, so grateful. Um, it's, uh, you're, you're so motivating. I mean, <laughs> to talk about, you know, why you do it because you know, you're black. That yeah. just, that's very profound in right. such a simple statement. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, 
when's your next protest? When's your next activist thing? What's your next thing to do? What do we want to, we, we need to say something that people need to take action on when we. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard about any protests next. I know that um, um, after Breonna Taylor's, one of her murderers got, he, he got paid out bail and his bail was like really cheap. It was really, really pathetic. And I know people are really angry about that because he should be in jail right now for murdering an innocent woman, but he's not. Um, I think that we should go out and protest for that. I haven't seen any protests on it yet. I don't know if there is one, but if there is, I'm definitely gonna be there because I'm angry about it. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to look for that. And if I hear about it, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, voting, are you gonna vote? Yes, I am. I'm trying to get my um, my driver's license renewed. After that, I'm gonna definitely go vote. And we should all go vote because I'm, um, a lot of people aren't going to with what's happening. So we really need to do our part. Um. I am 99.9% .9 sure, but I want to put this out there. If you show up and you don't have your ID, you can still vote. Don't let them tell you differently. Okay. You just have to sign an affidavit. Okay. Um, that's a fact. I know that's true. Um, so don't not vote and make sure all those other kids that you live with are voting too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got to get this fool out of here. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Please. Yes. Um, I'm going to do a little business and the business is just uh, subscribe to the Fledge YouTube's channel. We've got 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one on Friday morning at nine. I better fix that next time. Every damn day airs every damn day at two and 10,000 fledges every Tuesday at three. That's coming up in about a half an hour from now. Uh, so check out our YouTube channel. But back to the important part, what would you like to take us out with? Give us an action. Give us something simple. Hmm. Um, treat people with kindness. Treat everyone with kindness as much as you can. And don't let anybody hold you back. Remember Haiti. And remember that they not only did it for, for me and their ancestors, but they did it for all of us because nobody should be treated this way. Very, very true. Thank you so very much for being on the show. Thank Tanya. you. Thank you for inviting me. You're awesome. <laughs> All right. I'll see you soon. Okay. I hope to see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.